Welcome to the Disruptor Network Podcast. Welcome back to the Disruptors Network Podcast. And today we have another installation of the Growth Project, which is a series focusing on how to buy real estate, where you should be investing your money in real estate, and how to grow your real estate portfolio, whether it's your first home or your hundredth home. Uh, it, we're giving out tips on, on how to be better at it. So today we're going to talk about a topic that some know about and some don't. And that is, why is Wall Street trying to become everyone's landlord? Ignition. Liftoff. So what do I mean by that? A report was released by Bloomberg uh, last week or the week before that everybody's kind of seen that Zillow, which was buying up homes through the iBuy program. So those that didn't see it, Zillow was buying a lot of homes over the last few years and then decided to sell. So between them and Open Door, which is doing the same thing they were buying, they're selling, right? But when they sold those homes, most of those property, 100,000 of the homes that we could see on record that they were selling went to companies that were backed by either KKR, Cerberus Capital, or Blackstone, which are huge funds on Wall Street. And those houses never even hit the market. So this, these properties that Zillow was buying that we thought, okay, now they're going to sell it and it's going to hit the market. The reason why they took losses on those properties is they were all sold to Wall Street funds. So why is Wall Street buying up single family homes, right? Like what, that's a little strange. Those people, and a part of the problem is two out of the 10 homes that were flipped last year by iBuyers, these companies that were buying these homes over online or whatever it was, were then bought by Wall Street Fund. So what are they doing? You know, they're not giving us exact answers, but I'm going to tell you from my best guesses what, what we think they're doing, right? So why is Wall Street trying to get not into the multifamily, not into the building market, but the single family home market, which is affecting you buyers out there that are trying to buy homes and you're losing out to cash offers. A lot of times when you're getting beat out by cash offers, it's coming from these Wall Street banks and or people who are backed by these Wall Street banks. Because trust me, I've been in the business for 20 years. I've been buying homes for 18 of those years at least. There's never ever in history been this many cash buyers out there that weren't taking financing. So we know that these, these Wall Street funds that are buying these properties. So why are they trying to do it, right? They're buying huge blocks of properties. They're paying cash and investing billions because one, I believe that home prices are rising higher and more stable than any other asset. Meaning it's all been up the last few years without fluctuations. So why am I saying that, right? So they're buying an asset that feels stable. If you look at the stock market, if you look at crypto, if you look at treasuries, if you look at bonds, bonds probably the least of it, but if you look at NFTs even, right? They're very, very volatile investments. So these are investments that they can put their money in, but they can move 15 to 20% in a day, right? So people are looking at real estate. Will there be another real estate crash? Are we in a bubble? Is this a boom? It doesn't matter. Because Wall Street has bought assets in real estate that have been up 20, 30% over the last three years. But even if those properties start to come down in value, you're not going to see 20% or 30% swings in weeks or months or even a year, most likely. So I think that they're buying something that's a stable asset that they can predict based off historical averages that they know is not going to fluctuate that much. Right. So that's number one. They're buying the most stable asset out there right now, which is real estate. It's not fluctuating like tech and the stock market and crypto. It's not fluctuating like that. So that's number one. Number two, they've been telling us for years, Wall Street, right, that inflation was coming. Inflation causes rent prices to rise faster than home costs, especially in a low interest rate environment, which pays them huge dividends. So right now we're in the middle of inflation. This is the highest inflation has ever been right now, where it's the highest inflation has ever been, which means that all of our costs are up, including our housing costs, including our groceries, including our car payments, including our gas prices. Everything is up. So that means what? That rent is going to be up. So now they're buying houses in a market where they're either leveraging at a lower interest rate or they're using their cash reserve that they've used to buy these homes for the last few years that they've earned from a market that's been up 
to buy a stable asset that's going to have a higher dividend over the next few years because rent will continue to rise. Last year, rent rose on average, we've talked about that before on this, 14%. So right there, no matter what, they have an asset that can produce at least a 14% raise. So what if it doesn't go up that much this year? It's possible. But if home prices continue to rise the way they are, rent will continue to rise with it. Inflation causes rent to rise. So they're now buying an asset that's going to appreciate with the interest over time higher, right? So Wall Street so far, what we're saying is they're buying something that's a stable asset in real estate. And two, they're buying something that they know that, that the rates can continue to go up on year after year. This is why it's important for you to buy if you can and fix your housing costs instead of paying a rent cost that you have no control over that's not fixed, that's going to continue to go up year after year. So those are the, that's the reason number one and number two. Reason number three, property management companies. Property management has become a billion dollar industry. They're not only buying these properties, but they are also investing in companies that maintain them for themselves and others. This is a huge stream of income for years to come, even if the real estate market goes down in price. So they're becoming either property management companies or they're investing in property management companies, which has become a billion dollar industry. And you're seeing it over and over again, because for a few reasons, property managers, for the most part, been able to collect fees. Now, just for you, for you to don't know, a property management company will collect anywhere between 10 and 12% of the gross rent that's collected. So if a building or a house collects $100,000 a year in rent, they get between ten dollars and $12,000 of that number to maintain the property. As homes become more technology-driven, because we have smart homes now, most homes are smart homes, you can control most things off an app, right? There's still going to be maintenance on those properties. Real estate, as it continues to grow, property management becomes a bigger and bigger industry. So as that's happening, they're, they're not only buying the properties, they're buying the companies that manage the properties to create more revenue off these properties. So there's a couple of different revenue streams that they're digging into right here. One is the appreciation of homes, which they're making money of. Two is the appreciation of rent, which they're making money off of. And three is the companies that are managing these properties that they're now making money off of. So those are three streams of revenue that they're gaining on because the market is continuing to appreciate. They are also creating a narrative, and this is what you're going to read in the news, and you're seeing this more and more if you hear Wall Street CEOs that are buying these properties speak, that the narrative that you don't have to buy to live in a nice neighborhood, right? But they aren't telling you that that rented home will cost you hundreds of thousands more dollars than owning as they continue to raise rent year after year. So now they're saying to you, why do you need to buy? You know, rent a home in a beautiful neighborhood. You can go to the school district you want to go. You don't need to own that home. That's correct. But in doing that, they're not telling you that your rent's going to go up year over year. And long term, it could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars more in rent that it'll cost you from owning that home. So I've always learned in, in life and investing, I think, through mistakes and through a lot of different things that, you know, you tend to try to follow the money, right? When Wall Street is putting a lot of money into single family homes, which is something new, they've never really had a heavy investment in single family homes in the history of buying homes. The last few years that has changed, right? So if they're doing that, then what should you be doing? Shouldn't you be in a place where you can do the same exact thing? And to do this, just so you know, they're not out on the street looking for these homes. They're just using a formula that they're saying, I, we can get this much rent and this zip code if we buy a home. Okay, that price point makes sense. Great. When they bought homes from Zillow, because Zillow decided, hey, we don't want to own homes anymore. We bought all these billions of dollars of houses. Now we don't want to own homes anymore. When they bought those homes from Zillow, they went to Zillow and say, hey, you have all these homes. You need cash. We'll give you 75 to 80 cents on your dollar that you spent to buy the whole portfolio from you. So they bought them in bulk. So that's why you're not seeing the inventory shortage or the homes for sale increase right now. No, they're still bidding wars because 
the only bulk inventory that could have come to market was now bought up by these funds, right? They came in with cash and they bought it up cheap. In a market where you can't buy anything cheap, they bought it cheap. So if they see value in buying homes, you should too, right? You should be buying the same places that they're buying or in the same markets that they're buying because they're going to continue to buy these homes in bulk, raise rent, and your values will continue to appreciate. So like I said, I've always decided in, in investing that the best and smartest thing to do is to follow the money. In this case, the money is coming from Wall Street, which is what all those cash offers are. They're buying single family homes and they're, they're outbidding the individual buyers on the street. That doesn't mean you can't buy, right? That does not mean you can't buy. They're looking for a certain value. That doesn't mean you have to overpay for a house. That means you have to be patient. You have to find a home that makes sense to you cost-wise. But if you can get into a home now, the value you're going to walk into, even by the time you close, will be up from what you paid for it in most cases, right? So because house values are moving so fast and they'll continue to move fast this year because even when interest rates are up, it's still a very, very cheap cost of, of money. And as I'm taping this, we're in the middle of a conflict between Ukraine and Russia, which is causing the treasury, which is an indication of how interest rates are going to go down, right? So the Federal Reserve had said they're going to raise interest rates higher. If that treasury, 10-year treasury, continues to come down, you may see the Fed change this the stance on raising interest rates. It's a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's a possibility. If that happens, we'll be in another low-rate low interest rate environment, historically low, low interest rate environment, and it'll be even more access for people to buy. So as I said on pre previous calls, I'm giving you guys a little bit more insight to what's going on in the market and why it's happening. But the other thing I'm trying to create urgency with you with is that if these big funds who have billions of dollars are putting that money into real estate, especially single family home real estate, so should you. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a good measure to, to where the smart money is going. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, the growth project and all the rest of the, the, the series that we've had about real estate is available on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, Disruptors Network website, our YouTube channel, which is the Disruptors Network. Check it out. Check it out on whatever streaming platforms you have for podcasts. We're on all of them. I hope you're enjoying this and we'll see you next time.